everybody. Welcome to the Let's Talk Temple podcast. I'm Jackie and joining me is Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. Hi, Jackie. So we are just around the holiday season right now. And um, so we thought a good topic for this podcast would be holidays far from home. So um, I'll maybe just start with kind of my experience of my very first holiday, not at home. And Jennifer, maybe you can talk about some of your experiences and then maybe we'll give a few tips for like how to make it um, yeah, less less terrible, I guess. So um, I remember I first got to Korea and it was November, the end of November. So I was spending my first Christmas in Korea um, very soon, actually, after I got. Yeah, the school that I worked for was actually quite kind. They got some fried chicken for me and the other <laughs> foreign teacher and had like a little... I don't know, like Christmas party or whatever. But then I remember the actual day of Thanksgiving. Um, I didn't really like know anyone um, because I'd only been there like a month or whatever. So I think I ended up spending it alone. I think I went like hiking or something and then um, just went to like the local like gimbap store, <laughs> kind of like the Korean version of the fast food store and got some dinner. And um, I just remember it was so sad and like, Oh, yeah, it was it was tough. And I just kind of felt like, wow, I'm really, really um, alone right now. But um, yeah, then I've had obviously like some very good experiences, like some um, yeah fun Christmas parties with friends or Thanksgiving celebrations. I used to have a little Commonwealth Thanksgiving thing when I lived in Busan with people from England and then people from Canada. And yeah, so I've kind of had the whole range of, of experiences. Um, and how about you, Jennifer? Well, um, actually, my first uh, Christmas in Korea, I was quite unhappy to be alone. But that was, I had just broken up with a guy. Like, um, uh, it was so weird. Like, flying over to Korea, I ran into a guy that I had been in the military with. And we went out a little bit. And I think I, like, thought I was his girlfriend. And he, like, did not think so oh, no. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah and that sort of oh. um, all came to a head uh, not long before Christmas and mm. I was sad <laughs> but um that had nothing to do with it actually being Christmas uh actually um I had a roommate with that job and she was really social and really um got out and and like met a lot of people and I just sort of tagged along in my in my introvert but but happy to turn up kind of way and um yeah so I don't even remember exactly what I did for that Christmas I'm sure we would have had like the other foreigners in town over because there just weren't that many of us and we had like the the party pad kind of place just because we had a big outdoor deck which was not at all relevant at Christmas time, but we'd already sort of <laughs> uh, established our place as the place where uh, people could get together. So like we literally had such a tiny living space, which was the kitchen slash living room. It was so small that we did not have any permanent furniture in there. We had three oh, wow. chairs that could be easily moved around they were like made out of foam 
<laughs> it was so like it was not even up to the standard of a dorm room I would say like it was really yeah, I, um, it was pretty sad uh so I've we also celebrated many a party yeah sitting on the floor with like 100 people crammed into like a tiny space yeah everyone like sitting on my bed or like, yes yeah um yeah. yeah we did have separate bedrooms I will say that so nobody was sitting on our beds um, but when I got involved with Cotisol, there was a couple that had a really super swank apartment in Suwon, and they did a massive uh, holiday meal at their house. And somehow I got on the guest list for that. And I was there whenever, like every year after that, I think until I, I left Korea, I went to their big holiday meal and it was like a big potluck and they would do a turkey. Uh, oh, so, perfect. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. So let's get into some tips um, for teachers who are teaching not in their home country. Um, so I would say my first tip is um, you can make things happen for yourself. So if you're feeling like kind of sad and a bit lonely about missing Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever holiday is important to you, um, organize something because there are for sure other teachers, other coworkers, other expats, um, even some your Korean friends who might want to join in. There are people for sure who are feeling the same way about it. Um, so you have power in this situation. So invite all your contacts and just and just talk to them and kind of see what people are doing. And if nothing is happening, then make something happen yourself. It's it's easy these days to get an oven, to get a turkey, um, if you care about that kind of thing, or to like organize like a big dinner out at like a duck restaurant or just like whatever you want to do. So um, yeah, organize something yourself if you, if you are so motivated. Um, and there are other expats who need a place to go for sure. Yeah, and I would also say um, if your uh, accommodation uh, is not appropriate for inviting lots of people over, like I know lots of people have really tiny places and, you know, you could maybe invite one person over comfortably, but even like mm -hmm. I know some people would never invite anybody over uh, just because they didn't, they lived in a studio and they didn't want, you know, people in their bedroom, basically. Um, but mm -hmm. talk to your school. Like I pretty much every school I've worked at, except for the first one, would let the teachers do some sort of potluck outside of school hours, obviously. But we would have some sort of potluck um, holiday meal a couple times a year. Yeah, pretty much every job I had, except for that first one, we would have holiday meals for all the big holidays that were not big holidays locally. Hmm. Oh, that's quite nice. Yeah, I like that for sure. I never thought about asking my school to do it. Um, yeah, but I could see that a lot of people would be open to that for sure, of hosting that. All right, Jennifer, so what what is your um, tip? Um, I think- Or a tip that you have. Yeah, I think these days um, it's really easy with Zoom and stuff. Like I've done- uh, Zoom things with my family because I have quite a big family and we're all over the place. But we do holiday Zooms now that that's a thing. Uh, have you ever done anything like that? Um, I definitely would like call my parents and like call my family. Um, 
on the holidays, but my family is not super tech savvy when it comes to that kind of thing. So I generally would just do a phone call and like chat with everybody, um, which was a super nice way to connect. And it just gave me like the best feeling um, to do that. But I definitely know lots of people do like zoom in for the whole entire day, (laughs) basically all the things. So gift opening, the eating, and they like make a special meal for themselves. So that's definitely a thing that people do. And I think if your family is like up for that, for sure, then it's, um yeah, it's a good thing. Just my family doesn't really love the Zoom for whatever reason. So we never really got into it, but it wasn't super popular. I guess I moved back to Canada like about six years ago. So I imagine these days with COVID, um, Zoom is like way more familiar to people um, than it was like whatever, 10 years ago or something like that. So yeah, and getting together on Zoom and opening your presents together, like that's a that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. All right, so another tip that I have is, um, I don't know, there's kind of like two schools of thought about this. So the first thing is to recreate the holiday that you experience back home in a foreign country. Um, And the second thing is just to kind of like see how the local people celebrate that holiday and just kind of adapt to that. So um, Christmas is a good example in Korea. Um, You know, (laughs) like Christmas back in North America or Europe or whatever is like very family centered. Yeah, but in Korea, it's like you go on a date with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Basically, it's it's like a couple holiday and you go to the lights and do the pictures and like all of that. And it's like, or you go like hiking with a hiking club or like, I don't know, just like something like that. You spend it with friends um, kind of doing some fun activities or you go to the cafe and have some coffee or like whatever, that kind of thing. So, I mean, it's not a bad idea really to like just adapt to kind of maybe like if you're in Korea the Korean way of Christmas and I mean turkeys are not that easy to come by and they're very expensive so some of the holidays I just kind of went Korean style and just thought like oh I'm here in Korea I'll just do like you know hang out with my friend or like go on a hike or like you know go to the coffee shop and take pictures of the lights and I'd like rally a few people and we would do that. And um, yeah, I mean, I honestly had quite a good time and never regretted it, not doing kind of the tr- like uh, traditional holidays. So, I mean, that's an idea too, if you're open to that. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a really good idea. You know, obviously, if you are overseas, it's, you know, it's a nice thing to uh, see how the locals do things and get like a cultural experience out of it rather than just uh, a paycheck that's far from home. So yeah, I'm I'm really big into camp, uh, do things the local way. But also, mm-hmm. I have to admit, I'm I really don't care that much about big holidays. Like I'm I'm not one to put up a Christmas tree and and decorate all the Christmas stuff. And um, like my husband and I don't even really give each other Christmas presents, which uh, sort of baffles the whole rest of the family. <gasps> but but the rest of the year if like if we see something that we think the other will like we will just get it for them like we don't Mm -hmm. have to wait for Christmas or birthdays or whatever Mm -hmm. so um yeah I'm I quite enjoyed the sort of uh easygoing Christmas of Korea which really was because so many holidays in Korea have 
such uh, intense family obligations that and Christmas did not. So it was sort of like a free day to do as you please mm-hmm. when you're off of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I um, I really like the just getting together with uh, your friends, like your local community and doing something fun with them. And it doesn't have to try to replace your home experience. It can just be a new and different experience. Yeah, exactly. And actually you mentioned something about like, like, uh, like obligations. And that's one thing that I really appreciated being in Korea. Um, I mean, some people like love the holidays where other people like absolutely dread the holidays. (laughs) So it's, and, and then there's a whole like range of people, you know, that like certain things about it, but hate other things about it. So the thing about being in another country is you're totally free from all those kind of like social obligations that you may not like. So just um, kind of embrace it and just think like nobody's expecting anything of me right now. So I can actually just think about what do I want to do on this day? What is going to make me happy? And if that's organizing like a big turkey dinner with your like friends or coworkers, then yeah, go for it. But if that's not what makes you happy and you'd rather just like be outside or just go skiing or like whatever you want to do, then just do that. And um, yeah, just be free and like be free to choose, I guess, what what you want out of that holiday. And yes. yeah, just enjoy not having obligations um, yes. or expectations upon it's you. It's a great time to make your own traditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I've lived away from home for so long, uh, my twin sister sent me a message earlier this week because as we're recording, it is U.S. Thanksgiving week. And mm-hmm. um, traditionally, my mom will... Um, say that she wants to do Thanksgiving dinner. And then like a couple of days before Thanksgiving, she'll be like, Ooh, haven't bought a turkey yet. And then it's (laughs) time for my sister to swoop in and be like, Oh, I'll take care of it. And um, so this year she's kind of digging in her heels and I'm like, look, you know, you can just tell it. If you don't want to say it's not happening this year. Just say that you've got a great deal on a beach house and, you know, you've got lots of pictures from previous trips to beach houses that you can find some with the appropriate weather. If you feel like you need to like, <laughs> <laughs> um, create a narrative, but create a like, elaborate lie. <laughs> yes. Um, like there's, there's um, no need to, uh, you know, get so upset about it all, which is easy for me to say because I'm far away and I don't have any of those obligations. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she sort of gives herself yeah. obligations, in my humble opinion. Mm. But yeah, you can just enjoy it when you're like living in another country. And I actually personally enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, like really a lot. It was like I like talking to my family and. Um, it was good connecting with them over the holidays and stuff, but I uh, definitely enjoyed being in Korea and just not, yeah, and just not having to do like, uh, like, and I don't even really like turkey and like those big meals and stuff. I just, so it's like, I'd rather just have a nice like Korean barbecue or something like that. So yeah. I don't know. I was maybe like a bad Canadian that I didn't even care about those holiday meals necessarily. So yeah, it was nice not having to like, you know do that whole thing sometimes. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I will say when I am home in the U S for the holidays, I do enjoy all of the stuff that I own because it's, 
there are certain dishes that I only get when I'm home for the holidays. And so I, I do enjoy that. Um, and also I'm home rarely enough that I don't in, get involved in the the little um, discussions that come up that are contentious, shall we say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone is just happy to see you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're not like intimately involved in that. So um, what do you think about people? I've definitely seen some people over the years that would have something like maybe between Christmas and New Year's say they'd have like four or five days off and they would like squeeze in the quickest trip to Canada or the US or England or wherever they were from. I always personally thought like, wow, that's like really a lot of money and a lot of effort to go be there for like four days or whatever. But it was obviously important to them. Um, I never did it. Others did. Um, did you ever feel tempted or did you ever do something like that during your time? I never even felt close to tempted. It mm-hmm. um, The the best I could hope for was 24 hours uh, mm-hmm. from first airport to last airport. Um, so no, uh, you know, basically all said and done like door to door would be about 36 hours or oh, you know, at the very, hard, very yeah. least 30 hours. And, um, you know, when you factored in like going to the airport and going through security and all that, you know, so to do that just one week apart and then to have mm. like a 13 hour time difference. And then, yeah, no, I knew people that would do it and they would come back and they would arrive. Like sometimes they would bring their bags from the airport. And <laughs> in no. yeah. no, like there, there's no way I can do that. My body is just not built that way. I would have been grouchy and feeling like crap for a week. And then I know, was going to say a month. I would have been yeah. comfy for a month. <laughs> for sure. But, yeah. you know, yeah, for people that, that that's really important to them, then more power to them. And um, mm-hmm. if a lack of like if well, maybe if they can sleep on a plane, it's better. Um, but also mm-hmm. like if they can just get over the jet lag with one good night's sleep or something. I don't know. But mm-hmm. yeah, good for them. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't for me. Yeah, same here. I never did that. All right. So do you have any final tips for managing the holidays when you're in another country? I think um, my biggest tip is to make your own community and make your own traditions where you are. Like if you spend your whole time overseas missing what you're not experiencing, then I think you are really kind of casting a shadow over your experience overseas. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think I've definitely met expats who were very, very involved um, with life back home uh, for the entire year or two years or even five years or whatever that they were in another country. And by that, I mean, Skyping or like Zooming multiple people every single day almost and spending all their free time um, connecting with people back home. Um which is good to some degree to maintain connections. Um, Well, obviously it's good to maintain connections with important people back home, but then I sometimes felt like they weren't actually living their life in that new country. And I sometimes thought like, why did you leave that place that you love so much? You're not even experiencing like life. 
um, where you are. So it's definitely a happy medium, I think, between maintaining those connections with important people, but then also, yeah, getting out in Korea or Japan or just China or wherever you are and experiencing like life um, in that country and just seeing how the Korean people live and meeting the other expats and um, yeah, that kind of thing. So middle ground, I think, is definitely the happiest um, yeah. people who kind yeah. of strike I mean, that obviously you don't want two. to cut your friends and family out, especially these days where communication is so easy and it's cheap. Um, you know, there there's no reason not to have WhatsApp video chats or Zoom calls or whatever. But I felt like the people who were talking to people back home every day, video chatting with people back home every day, uh, those are the people who like really seem to feel like it's a burden to be so far away. And I felt like mm -hmm. they were just, um, I don't know, creating a hardship for themselves that they didn't have to. Like if they had gotten out and made local friends and done local activities and seen what there was to enjoy without the people from back home, then they would have had a much better experience and their time overseas would have gone by much quicker and more happily in my humble opinion. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think when I was in Korea, I was there for 10 years and I feel like I just lived life in Korea to the fullest, just experienced, you know, I was in the hiking club and then I'd go out for Korean food all the time. And I had Korean friends and we'd go to the cafes and like, I don't know, just like kind of all the things that um, Koreans would do and celebrating Chuseok and all that kind of stuff and um, going on road, you know, road trips to the countryside and like all those kind of fun, kind of classic Korean um, things. And I just, I have no regrets about my time in Korea. I just think like I actually experienced it and loved it. And I wasn't counting down the days till I could come back to Canada. Um, not even a little bit. Like I never lived with that mindset and my mindset was just, you know, experience life here and see how Koreans live. And um yeah, and I, I loved it. But yes, the people who were um, like viewed it as a burden, um, this kind of year contract that they'd signed or whatever. Um, yeah, it was tough. It's kind of a tough way to live for an entire year of your life. Um, yeah, so avoid that. And holidays kind of bring that up to the forefront, I guess, um, that kind of attitude for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I do get that for people who, you know, holidays are really important to them, that it is hard to be away from their family and loved ones. And so I think for those, I think for the people who feel like, how can I say this? The people who attach the most importance to holidays, I feel like it's even more important for the, those people to um, create a, a new life with their own experiences in the new place. If you see what mm -hmm. I'm saying, am I explaining that mm -hmm. well? Yes. No, I, I totally understand <laughs> what you're saying. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. It's important for everybody, but especially the people that hold on, I think a little bit to kind of like the idealized life back home. Yeah. Um, kind of image that they have in their head. Okay, so Jennifer, I think maybe that's a good place to end off with um, 
life during the holidays in another country. Um, where can people find you online? Um, you will not believe it, but I'm actually drafting a blog post. <gasps> oh, perfect. <laughs> I'll look forward to reading it. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, going to check in with you tomorrow to make sure it's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, teachtravellearn.com. We'll see. Um, I haven't even looked at my website in so long because like I, I just want to change the whole look of it and then I get overwhelmed and then I just click away. So I haven't even oh no looked at it in ages. Um, so maybe oh, yeah. it's been hacked and it's gone. Who knows? I'll find out when I finish my blog post and go and actually <laughs> set it up. Um, Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. How about you, Jackie? You're you're more all over the place with actual updated sure. stuff. Yes. Yes. So you can find all the podcast info at ESLactivity dot org slash podcast and then you can also that's my website with a bunch of like games and activities and tips for teaching English and then the links to all the social stuff is there and I'm very active on YouTube so um, just search for Jackie Bolin on YouTube and you'll find lots of good stuff right there um, okay so that is it until next time bye everybody all right all right